Mr. Mark's Classroom. This is the podcast dedicated to intentional leadership in childhood ministry. Mr. Mark's goal is to resource you with tools, ideas, and a passion for leading kids to become lifelong followers of Jesus. So let's get this episode rolling with the man that champions kids' ministry today, Mr. Mark Jones. Hey friends, my name is Mark Jones here at Mr. Mark's Classroom, and I want to share with you some of the smart things that every children's minister needs to know, and I'm afraid sometimes we get some of this stuff backwards. So first of all, let me just say, you don't have to learn everything the hard way. I know, I think I've learned a lot of stuff the hard way, and I'm sure that you feel like there's been times in your own life, in your own ministry, that you have learned things the hard way, and hopefully you learned them, so that way you don't repeat them, but we don't have to learn everything the hard way. So let me just go through a few things to help you get started. The first one is you need to know what your job is. It seems like too often we get sucked into different things that are going on at the church, and it feels like, well, I should be caring. I should want to do that. I need to be a team player. Yes, you need to be a team player. There are times, I mean, I've gone and stood in the parking lot and directed traffic. I have uh, worked registration. I have gone up and sat uh, in a class to help with something else. But th- those are just occasions. And you know what? I don't mind asking some of these other team members on our staff to come and help with some of the things I have. I need help registration day, first day of VBS, please. And and directing traffic and making sure no one gets ran over. I mean, those are important things. Um, So I want to reciprocate that, but I don't want to get sucked in to someone else's ministry. I have enjoyed being able to sing in the Christmas choir or in a special musical or something. That's just for a season. That's just for an occasion. But to have a full-time opportunity when you're doing that, sometimes it really has a battle with what you were trying to accomplish in your own ministry. So be careful that you know what you're supposed to be doing. And let me just remind you that what we're doing in children's ministry is working with adults. I know. You you thought we were just working with kids all the time. I mean, if that was it, wow, that's probably how many of us even started. I remember I was in the classroom. I love teaching. I poured out into these kids and prepared things. I got so excited about all the stuff we were doing. And then I was asked to be a part of something that kind of expanded that. And suddenly I found myself in some leadership roles and I didn't even see it coming on. And my heart just burned to see more happen and greater things to the point that God used all of that in the calling of me to work in a leadership role in children's ministry. So becoming the children's minister or the children's pastor was instrumental. Now, please understand, I still love to work with kids. I teach kindergarten on Sunday morning. I teach fourth grade on Wednesday night. But it's because there are people in places of leadership that really do well, that thrive in their incredible area of serving and guiding and leading that even afford me that because there's been so many years that I didn't get to be in the classroom. Uh, It's just now, it's just like this moment of privilege and I really do enjoy it. Now, 
It is about leading adults. It's about expanding who you are into their lives, investing into them. So I might hear some of you say, oh, I don't know. I just, I can't talk to adults. I just, it just is so hard. I, I get it. I completely understand. But there is a, there's something about that you need to press into. You need to make your list. You need to know that the person sitting out there does not have the same vision, the same, the, the, the same experience that you can offer. Just speak into that. Tell them what you did and how it worked well and when it didn't work well. I think you should say when you blew it because we learn so much from that. And then even the experiences that you're having with children. And as you continue to share your heart of what they're experiencing, what the kids are going to get. If I was going to step up and train on a particular lesson, I would say, here's the way I'm going to do it. Here's the way I would teach it. Here's the way I'd set up the room. I would always pull this in because I know that this child or this child needs a certain way because I've gotten to know them. And, And you're really talking about a lot of little pieces that you can even drill down and begin explaining. What do you mean they need that? Or where do you find that at? And begin sharing with them. Your your workers are going to be thrilled to hear this kind of information. And you're just talking about how you would do it. They want to hear that. If For one, if they have a good plan and they hear how you would do it, then it really helps them have balance. Oh, okay. I'm on the right track. I'm doing the right thing. And people who don't have anything to measure to often wonder, am I doing this right? I'm really not effective. I I don't think I can do this anymore. And you have quitters. So I want to challenge you to be able to invest in them. Just tell them what you would do. Tell them what's important to you and how much you love this and, and, and what your frustrations are. And they won't feel so alone they will feel part of the team. Just be you and talk about that and let them know and pray with them. Share with them scripture that really will invest in them and encourage them. The things that God's showing you right now, I just want to challenge you to go ahead and let them know what it is you're doing. Your job is that you would multiply yourself If it's in the greeters and the way they greet, how do you greet? If it's in the teachers and how they teach, it's how you teach. If it's it's in the uh, outreach that you're doing, how do you make a visit? Explain those things. Take people with you. you. You should be able to see yourself expanding into more people. And you know what? As you do that and you think, well, we'll cover that in 20 minutes. No. It's continually happening. They have so much to learn from you because of what you've already experienced and and what you already know. So go ahead and keep investing. Take notes, journal things that God's teaching you, showing you in the classroom, in his word, and simply share that. Matter of fact, I think we could stand to have a few positive posts out there on social media it just feels like everybody's revealing their inner dark secrets and they shouldn't even be public like that. So let there be something about you that lets the light of Christ shine and, and even your post. 
publicize those positive things. People are drawn to want to be a part of your ministry because of those type of posts. They want to see that. Well, one other thing I might have to mention here is there is one question that we should ask all the time. Who else, who else could I get to do this job? And you have so many hats that you wear. If it's in early childhood, if it's in childcare, if it's with elementary, if it's at camp, if it's an event, I mean, the list goes on. You are responsible for a lot of things. And there are people in your church that maybe would not even want to work with kids, but they could even help in administrative roles that maybe isn't your strength. And you could bring them alongside. And, and the nice thing is, is people in business will speak truth. And even though you may not want to hear it, if it's not all sugar-coated and buttered up real good, you need to hear it. So you can have some balance yourself. Am I doing this right? What's the pushback here? Because I have a feeling every idea I have is not a great one. I know. Isn't that a reality? And so anyway, find out who you could delegate things to. Right now I'm teaching in kindergarten on Sunday morning, two hours. Actually, you know what two hours means. It really means three because we have kids longer than adult classes go. And I have been praying and looking and searching. And as I'm investing in the new teacher that's been enlisted to teach with me, it's been great to invest in her and to show her why I do it like this and how I do it. But I'm still praying as God is is leading even another person to come that I can invest in them and that they will have the heart I have in teaching kindergarten. It's such a great age. And the beautiful thing for me is in teaching kindergarten, I have the privilege of knowing these children and building these relationships now because in first grade and in second grade, we're probably going to see more questions about Jesus and salvation. It'll be so much easier to talk about that we know each other and that we've had this time together. So look for people that you can delegate to because when you leave this church, or you retire from this church, you need to know that you're leaving it in good hands with a whole team, not just that they would be left sitting with nothing, but that you would necessarily not be missed in the fact that people can continue to do the work of good children's ministry because you've brought them alongside you. You've loved them and showed them and that they are doing it now. That would be a great goal. I challenge you to do that today. Hey, be thinking about who you can start investing in. And I want you to know I have a great resource called Classroom Swag. It's 20 pages of nothing but gold that you can use in your children's ministry. And it comes each and every month on the first day. And the nice thing is one subscription is for your whole church. Like you can make copies of all these pages and hand them out, or you can just forward the email to all of your workers so that they will have good stuff to rely on and resources that they can pull from in order to teach and do a great job in their classes. And that's what you want. You don't want them going, I don't have anything. I can't find anything. Well, you can, you can have that now. Well, I hear the clock chiming, so I need to get off of here. I hope that you'll use some of these things. And you can find out more about Classroom Swag at getclassroomswag.com or at Mr. Mark's Classroom. I hope you have a great day. And 
I hope you will use this gift in children's ministry of your life. You go and make it count. That's it for this episode of Mr. Mark's Classroom. We invite you to leave your questions or comments on the show notes at mrmarksclassroom.com. Until next time, remember your ministry to children is a gift with eternal value. So go and make it count. count.